Hey, I am your host, Drew Demery, and welcome to Mindset Monday Podcast, starting your week off with the right mindset. Join us every week on Mindset Monday. We're going to talk about things that really affect us in our business and personal life that throw us off and distract us from living our full purpose. We'll be chatting with some of the best entrepreneurs in the area and getting their perspectives on their mindset. Enjoy this episode. Thanks for tuning in to Mindset Monday. This is Drew Demery, and I'm your host. And this episode, we are talking about passion. Do you know what your passion is, or how do we find it? So today, we're actually joined in the studio with uh, Kendall. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Sure, absolutely. So, hey, Kendall, if people have not tuned in before in previous episodes, give a little rundown of who you are, background, personal, professional, whatever you feel comfortable sharing with us. Absolutely. I'm 35 years old. Been in business about 10 years, married for about 13 years, awesome. and have four daughters, 13, 10, 5, and 2. That's a lot. Like I said before, like that's a lot going on in that thing. <laughs> yeah. So you married 13 years. So, you know, what's what's the secret to longevity of marriage? It's not a question I asked you before, but I, I'm curious. That is that is interesting. Um, it's ironic that we're here with uh, in a coaching scenario because I get coaching in my marriage. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah. It's, I think it's necessary. So you basically feedback. Well, it's you're kinda... su- you're successful at what you work towards. So if your ma- if your marriage is passive, then don't expect it to be successful. Anyway, that's <laughs> awesome. Not on topic, but I, I've resonated with 13 years. My wife and I have got together. When we we're 18 years old. We've been married for almost almost 20 years. So wow. you grow up together. Sometimes it ain't pretty. So <laughs> awesome. So well, today our topic is about passion. Um, and you and I chatted previously before we were recording this, and it really resonated with you because you have a lot of passion. You have passion for your girls, passion for your wife, you have passion for your business, right? So do you think everyone is born knowing their passion? Do you think that's just well, come I, out, of the, out of the gate that way? No, I definitely uh, don't think you know your passion necessarily. I mean, maybe some lucky people do, but for me, it, it took a long time to find it, for yeah. sure. And is it, do you think it's because you think passion is developed over time or do you think it's just, you have to f- try to find it? Well, I, I think that the, maybe passion is always there, but you don't know where to aim it. And, um, okay. you know, for me, it was, uh, I was really interested in engineering and turned it out to go a little bit different direction. Okay. Makes sense. So what allowed you to find that passion? Cause I guess, well, maybe we should back up. What are you passionate about? Like, what is, what's um, the thing that just kick fires you and gets you going every day? Just uh, collision repair technology. I don't know. Oh, that's sexy. That's just, no. <laughs> so that makes you super excited. And that's, that's like your big passion. So Absolutely. collision repair technology. I don't even know what that is. So tell so, me what that is well, and we, why um, that's your passion. Yeah. The family business is a, is a collision repair center, a body shop. Sure. Most people will call. And um, I think the images that we fix dents. Yeah. Um, but that's actually a very small part of our, our, our job. You probably don't really make any money at that either. No. No. Dent repairs is not the key to the, the whole thing. See the wealth. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. It turns out that um, the, the science behind it, the collision energy management and, and putting structural things back, reprogramming sensors and cameras and stuff on autonomous vehicles. Um, that's what's interesting to me, and that's really where, where the profit is in the industry, too. Gotcha, yeah. So do you think when you've been in the industry, you said over 10 years? Mm-hmm. Did well, you, in business, 10 years. In business, 10 years. Industry, almost 20. Almost 20, wow. So do you think that you found that passion in that industry fairly quickly? Um, I, 
I wouldn't say very quickly because when I graduated high school, the one thing I was sure of is I would never work on cars. So, um, <laughs> <That's ironic. laughs> yeah, it's pretty ironic. Yeah. So, uh, definitely, um, didn't find it quickly. Maybe a year after school, I wanted to go to college, didn't really have the money to go to college. So I got a job working on cars with my uncle and, um, I fell in love with it. And then there was a college program that was just starting for collision technicians and they wanted passionate people. So they picked, they handpicked the first class. And, um, so I got to go to school and I found out that collision repair is incredibly interesting because you have dozens of manufacturers with integrating the most minor technology possible in those vehicles every year. So you're constantly bombarded with a whole bunch of new stuff to learn. Yeah. Which is, uh, which has kept me interested. I love that whole story because I love how you found your passion by doing, starting with something you didn't want to do that turned into be the passion that you are doing. Absolutely. That makes sense. I think that's actually a lesson in there. It's like, sometimes you got to still be open-minded because you said, I don't want to work on cars. And then you, you did it because you had to push yourself to go through college and then all those other doors open. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. I actually applied for some jobs uh, in engineering and when they showed me what I would was actually be doing I, I knew that wasn't the right job for me after all so. yeah well I think so one of the things we kind of talked about before is finding your passion is aligning with what your sweet spot is and like what you're comfortable with and you love the engineering part but it was just that in your you know your experience it wasn't just the fun interactive things that you need to do in your day-to-day it's just kind of that mundane versus this gives you variety there's so many different cars so many different tech stuff so that's cool Absolutely. so we all we all have either that person in our life or a family member or even the guy that we see you know wendy's or the mall just the person that kind of is that i always call them the eeyore the negative person the the one that complains that just i i can see they just don't have the passion or the drive or the energy you know and um have you experienced, have you seen anybody like that in, in your life and, you know, walking around or in your family or anything that, that have you ever met anybody like that? Oh, yeah, I think I have some customers like that. Yeah. <laughs> I think I have an uncle like that, just kidding. Um, so why, why, how are they like that? I mean, because you're not like that. I mean, right. you obviously are pretty passionate about all the things you do. Do you think, I mean, what causes them to be in that mindset? Well, I think um, life is hard and... Um, you know, if you if you don't keep going and keep pushing forward, um, I think it can wear you out and you give up. But um, but if you really know what you like and you work towards it relentlessly, I mean, I've been in business ten years and it has not gotten easier by yeah. any stretch. It just gets more complicated. And it just gets more complicated, <laughs> and you expensive. just have to try harder. And um, but it's also extremely rewarding, and um, I think. Some people just willing aren't willing to push hard enough, long enough to get what they. So you think they quit? Too I early. think they quit. Yeah. yeah. I I think in, as a coach, I think sometimes they get kicked in the gut and they just don't get back up. I mean, yeah. I think it's not about failing; it's about are you failing forward? Are you you know falling and dusting yourself back up? You know, skinning your knee and putting the bandit on and just suck it up, buttercup, and keep going. You well, failure is a guarantee, but it's also really the valuable piece because success has a tendency to lie to you and make you think, um, you know, smart people, it makes smart people think they can't fail when really failure is the best teacher because you, you always learn from failure. Sometimes you learn from being successful, but you always learn from failure. And it, 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 
opens your eyes and you have um, a better understanding of your opportunities in running. I think it also, I love that because I think failure is, I think failure is connected to passion because if you don't fail, you really didn't try that hard, (laughs) you know? Um, And then there's no, that jolt of energy, that passion that you feel isn't there. Like when you've failed and failed and failed and then it finally you hit it and you're like, hey, I got this. That's where that jolt of passion comes through. Like you get that. But if it doesn't charge you up, then you could fail and be like, yeah, I didn't really want to do that anyway. So Um, awesome. So let's talk about your failing for a little bit. Kind of last few minutes of this. Um, Talk about you're pretty passionate about your industry with your dad, your husband. Um, how has passion showed up and made an impact in your family? What do you, what do you think is some, maybe a memory or some, something that happens in your family that you can connect passion with, uh, like you do in your business? Yeah. Um, I think a big part of my drive comes from the fact that we didn't have much growing up and, um, you know, sometimes we didn't know where the next meal was coming from. And I didn't want that for my kids. So it's just been relentlessly pushing and probably more than I needed to because I always, I'm always afraid of backsliding. Um, but if you gain the entire world and you're all by yourself, it's there's no, no value there. Yeah. It has to be for someone. And it, it, for me, it's my family, my children. I mean, I'm setting them up to be a whole lot more successful than yeah. I've ever been. <laughs> So, so you're saying like connecting your passion is your family, but it, do you think, well, let me reword this a different way. Do you think someone that doesn't have somebody to connect that to is, is, is more challenged because passion, failure, all the words we've been saying in this, this episode is pushing you outside sure. of comfort zone in this previous episode, but you have an anchor. You have a connection to your four girls and your wife, like. What if they don't have that? Well, how are they going to find their passion if they don't have that? Because that sounds like that is connected through your family. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely connected. Um, you know, when you're when you're pushing that hard, sometimes you feel like you're trying to get to a destination. I'm trying to get to this level of success, and then yeah. I'll be happy. Um, I think that is is like a carrot on a stick. You're never going to get there where you right. think you're happy. Um, you have to figure out what makes you happy and have that the whole time you're trying to be successful. Yeah. You know, so, and for me, it's definitely family. There's no doubt in my mind, but for other people, it might be other things. They just got to find their passion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some, I mean, I have some clients, they're passionate, they don't have kids, but they are passionate about their animals. Absolutely. Their horses, their dogs. I mean, and they spend good, they spend a lot of money on those animals <laughs> sometimes. But so I, I think what I got out of what you just said is you have to anchor passion to something or somebody, which in your case is your family, or you, um, I also see that, or you feel like you're this hamster on the wheel. Yeah. You've achieved success. You have this business. That's great. And then who are you sharing it with Yeah, yourself? Yeah. You have to enjoy the process of becoming successful, not just getting there someday. Yeah. You know, the process, enjoy is really the process to get there. That's huge. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. That was awesome. So as we always do on Mindset Money Podcast, we end with a, um, a quote, and this is a pretty simple one. Um, I couldn't find the author, so I'm not making it up, but somebody came up with it. Um, Allow your passion to become your purpose, and it will one day become your profession, which is a testament to you, right? Thank you guys so much for joining us on Mindset Monday Podcast. If you like, share, subscribe, love all the stuff we talked about. I love, appreciate those share to all your favorite podcast apps and join us on our next episode. Thanks so much. Have a great one. 
Thank you for joining us for this episode. If you enjoyed this, make sure you like, subscribe, and share Mindset Monday podcast from your favorite app such as iTunes or Spotify. If you know a great entrepreneur that we could chat with with one of our next episodes, please email us at coachingwithdrew at gmail.com. And make sure you tune in every Monday, 9 a.m. Eastern Time for the newest episode.